I remember getting asked this question many years ago, and I wish I remember who asked me this question, but it kind of stuck with me. And the question is, if you had eight days in a week, what would you use those eight that that eight day for? Okay, if you had eight days in a week, what would you use that eight day for? All right, now because and what I want to talk the reason why I want to talk about this is because there's a lot of people that I meet, and if you think about dating and having the time to date. People always say that they don't have the time to date. They are so busy with work, with socialising, with family, with friends, with getting other shit done in their lives. I'm sure, you know, no one has time just to chill and do nothing. But this is the reason why I really wanted to question, question this and to help you guys out uh, because, oh, that's my phone going off. Um, my WhatsApp. See what I do with my WhatsApp is quite it's quite funny. I leave conversations on there, and this is like a side note, side note to this podcast that I'm recording. Uh, with my pod, with my WhatsApp, I keep people on there, and what I do is I let them rotate. It's almost like a rotation. So with the girls that I date, um, I don't do this intentionally. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't do this for any kind of game purpose or anything because you know any kind of uh, any reasoning behind this it just this is what just naturally happens with my whatsapp so I have all the people or all the girls that I'm, I'm kind of dating or I'm talking to or whatever and they'd be in a list in my open conversations on whatsapp and it's almost like a rotation thing so once that person gets to the bottom of the list, I message them so that they come back to the top of the list. And it's like this rotation thing. So, and then they, that same person goes round and round and round, gets to the bottom of the list. Okay, oh, I haven't spoken to this person in two days or I haven't spoken to this person in a week. And so I bring them back up to the top of the list. I know that sounds like super dickheadish, but that's simply because... Um, I kind of, you know, I like to keep in contact with people, I like to see what people are up to, what their plans are, if they've got any cool stuff, and um, I think it's just a nice way of almost organising, not saying that I, you know, I need an organised way of, of you know, talking to the girls that I date, but it's a nice way of just keeping an eye on how much you're talking to them, and uh, like I said, there's no kind of agenda behind it, but it's, it's just something that naturally I do. So anyways, back to the podcast. So talking about the eighth day of the week. So what I want to do is try and help you guys out by sharing some of the concepts that I use, or in particular, one concept that I use. Right, now, let me ask you that question again. If you had eight days in a week, what would you use that eighth day for? Now, before you answer that question, think about it. Think about that question before you answer it, okay? And this is a question, like I said, I wish I remembered the person who asked me this question. Uh, but it's a question that I ask almost every person I meet, especially if I think that they are, uh, if especially if I think that they are influential in any way. Specifically, if these if this person is um, successful or an entrepreneur 
or something like that of higher status. Uh, I really, really kind of uh, like asking these questions to those kind of people. But at the same time, I ask pretty much every other person as well. So I put this question on t Twitter just a couple of days ago. So let me, actually I've got my phone here. So let me just flick through some of the, I don't want to name names, but uh, hey, why not? Let's let's not, uh, you know, pussyfoot around the subject, uh, right? Let's, let's just say how it is. So I put the question out on Twitter and um, you, you kind of get a gist of what people are saying. I mean, I'm not mass categorizing anyone, uh, but a lot of the people on Twitter said things like, let me go to my notifications on Twitter. Um, things like sleeping. So I'd sleep more. Um, I would um, rest more. I would chill out more. Um, I'd do fuck all. I would um, relax. I'd do nothing. And then I got a few direct tweets as well. Direct tweets were a little bit more interesting. Uh, these direct tweets, let me just go to the direct tweets. Um, so they, these people were uh, had some slightly more interesting answers. So not saying that sleep isn't interesting, and we're going to kind of talk about that in a second. Um, but one of my, one of the guys on Twitter directly messaged me and said he would have he would have more sex. He would or quote unquote he would shag more. That's what he said. Um, another friend of mine texted me and he said that he would work more. Um, another friend said that um, I'd, I'd, I might as well just read this out, what she said. She said, I would definitely spend the eighth day with all my close friends. Either get them all in a couple of cars and go on a road trip for a day or get them over at mine. Uh, with some good food, great music, and lots of wine. And that was quite an interesting answer. Um, another person said that they would read more. Another person said that they would uh, go to the gym more. Another person said that they would swim more. Um, another person said that they would yeah, sleep, relax, do nothing. Um, so it's kind of a mixed bag, but I think an overall one would, would definitely be kind of sleeping, resting, chilling, doing nothing. Right now, <clears throat> like if you are, if you have given, if you have been given an eighth day, would you? Now I'm not saying that sleeping isn't important, right? I mean that's the first thing that most people say when I ask them this question. They say sleeping, they say resting, chilling, doing nothing. But this is why I said to you earlier to think about this before you answer it. I'm not saying that sleeping isn't important, you know, um, but. I think what's really interesting is that when people don't think about these questions and they answer them straight away, they come out with answers such as sleeping and chilling and resting and doing nothing. And I think what what you've really done there by answering that question in that way is that you've defined a problem, well not necessarily a problem, but a an issue or a, a thing, right, that you could that you can now work on to change. So you kind of identify this problem in your life which you need to fix um, and you can fix by, you know, for instance, if you want to sleep more, rest more, chill more, it obviously means that you are not getting enough of that 
um, it means that you need to relax more and um, I think I mean I'm not like a sleeping doctor or anything like that but a book that you should definitely read I've actually forgot the name of it but it's by Ben Greenfield um, let me just quickly Amazon this check it out on Amazon um, so here it is so it's called Beyond Training by Ben Green uh, by Ben Greenfield um, and it's about mastering endurance health and life and he really talks about I mean he talks about a lot of things in this definitely a book I'd recommend it's one of the best books on um, training and health and um, kind of like like I said mastering endurance and mastering your life and things like that um, it's not the cheapest book um, it's on Amazon for like 17 18 pounds 18 pounds so it's not the cheapest book but it's definitely a book that you um, want to invest in for sure so I mean I can kind of sum up what he talks about in that book so if it's if we're talking about sleep um, now like when people say sleep now you probably think that they're lazy now I hope you're not I hope when you answer this question about I want to sleep more I want to rest more I hope that's not coming from a a lazy mindset like I hope you're not answering that because you're lazy or because you just can't be bothered or don't want to do anything more or almost just want to do the minimal that you have to do to survive right now the, let's flip that on on its head and let's see sleep as an important part of your life which it is like I I'm, I'm all for sleep right sleeping is a big part of your life um, and not because you're lazy and that, you know like I was saying let's flip this but because of the importance of sleep in enchanting neural uh, neuronal uh, repair and recovery and optimizing hormones and in allowing for muscle protein uh, protein synthesis um, you know like some of the best athletes in the world um, sleep anything from 9 to 11 hours I mean some of the best athletes uh, and, and you know go through these long phases of sleep where they sleep 11 14 hours even um, but that's simply because they're putting their bodies through so much torture, so much pain, so much endurance. Like, of course, if you are... Now, I have friends like this, not like, you know, um, world-class athletes or anything like that, but, but I have friends who are professional athletes. And they... I mean, the amount of hours that they sleep, it's like, how do you even do that? But I totally understand because, you know, I train, I go to the gym, um, I freestyle train as well I jog I swim I play badminton um, I, I power walk um, so I do train quite a bit but nothing like these guys obviously these guys are professional athletes um, and uh, the reason why they need 9 to 11 hours of sleep is because of the endurance that they put their body through like uh, but now for like an average person who um, you know, doesn't put their body through this amount of pain. Uh, for an average, average person, that is probably around seven, you know, you probably need something around seven to nine hours sleep, that kind of a range. And I think that's really important because as you sleep, that's when your body cleans up junk. You know, that's when cells start to turn over, um, where you 
you know, literally wake up every single morning as a new person um, from a from a cellular kind of stand up uh, standpoint almost. And you know, for you to kind of get that range of sleep, that those seven to nine hours, you need at least two deep cycles. Now, I don't want to really go into sleep and the topic of sleep too much, um, but like I, you know, I might even make a another podcast on this because I think it's a really interesting subject in terms of uh, health and uh, of course it intertwines with um, all your all the other aspects of your life especially um, especially things like love and happiness and kind of dating and things like that so I think you know it all adds up um, but you need at least two deep cycles now like a minimum of 90 minutes is from from what I from what I read in in uh, Ben Greenfield's book is that uh, you need at least a minimum of ninety minutes to achieve a deep sleep. Like so, if you're in bed um, and you and you fall asleep, you don't actually get into a deep sleep for a couple of hours. So you're you're, you're asleep, but you're not actually in a deep sleep for at least ninety minutes. Um, and that's for someone who you know get 79 hours sleep so you need kind of almost like two deep sleeps but you need that 90 minutes to get into deep sleep which means you need around seven to nine hours for a full sleep where you can wake up the next morning literally like a new person um but you know not everyone can get those seven to nine hours of sleep for example if you if you work shitloads um if you've got a newborn baby um, if you if your life is so hectic that you can only get something like four hours a night, six hours a night, five hours a night, right? Um, for that person, I think, and this is something that I've kind of been doing lately because um, at the moment I've got so much on in my life, not just work but other aspects of my life as well, that I have to kind of almost break my sleep up <clears throat> into different segments. Um, so if you get four hours a night, but if you get four hours of sleep a night, at some point you're going to have to take like a ninety minute nap. Like, so if you fall, if you go to sleep at midnight, and you, uh, so no, sorry, if you go to sleep at say two, three o'clock in the morning, and you have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to get up for work, at some point, like during your day, I mean, not this is obviously not. You know, it's not like you're going to blow up to pieces if you don't do this. But at some point, you'll need a 90-minute nap um, during that day or once you come back from work or something. Um, and that what that does is allow for, like, a two-deep cycle in that day. Um, you know, we're, we're always told that you should sleep 79 hours. But like I said, there are other ways of doing it. If you can't get those full seven, eight, nine hours of sleep, you can break it up. So if you know you are in bed um, and you can't get to sleep, for example, like you know, read a book or something. Like I do this all the time, where um, I maybe have a nap and I'll put my um, kind of alarm on for. And I'll, I'll, you know, when you go for a nap, I think a lot of people just go for a nap, but they don't actually put an alarm on to wake themselves up. And what you can find, and what I find, is that. If I don't put an alarm on for say 45 minutes or 90 minutes or something like that, um, then you wake up feeling really dizzy and you feel a bit, 
you feel a bit weird for like the next um, couple of hours. You're not really awake, you're not really asleep um, because you've been almost like ripped out of deep sleep. And that's kind of not what you want to do. And there are a few apps out there actually that help with this. Uh, I, I forgot the name of them, but um, I'll try and I'll try and get them and maybe put them on the bottom of this, like put them in the link section or the comment section or something. There are a couple of apps out there, and these apps are really good because they you almost like put this phone um, next to your bed or your pillow, and it detects your movements and it detects when you've fallen into deep sleep, and it's really interesting. So, um, how I break my sleep up um, at the moment, I mean, I always try and aim for that still seven to nine hours of sleep. You know, I most days, like on weekdays, anyways. Um, I get up at around five o'clock in the morning. Now that's um, because just because of my schedule, I have so much going on. Um, but I train in the morning as well. Sometimes I go swimming in the morning. I started to, yeah, started to pick up swimming again, which is awesome. Go gym. Then I go to. Then, then I, you know, I've got my the rest of my day to to do. Uh, but how I break my sleep up is if I at the moment like at the moment I probably aim to get, I probably get around six hours of sleep, five, six hours of sleep. I mean, this past week that's just gone by, I've probably, I mean, I was up till about half three in the morning. Uh, one day I was up till about two the other day, midnight, probably on Wednesday. And then I think I had a good sleep on Thursday. No, actually not on Thursday, but you know, like, so my, my, my past, this past week, past couple of weeks, haven't been the greatest, you know, sleeping patterns for me. I haven't had the mo, you know, the, the massive amount of sleep. But what I then do, I try and break it up, right? So I have, I try and get like a a forty minute nap here, or or a sixty minute nap here, or a ninety minute nap here. And what that really allows you to do is to kind of get those seven to nine hours of sleep that you would normally get in one full blown out, you know, night, but kind of over the over the day, over the twenty-four hours. Okay, so that's kind of what I do. Um so going back to the question of if you had eight days in a week, what would you use that eighth day for? So what I would use it for um is I would use it for everything that I would normally do, but I would just do more of it. Okay. So for example I would read more, I would learn more, I would experience new stuff, I would, this is talking about this eighth day, so I'd, I'd learn new skills, I'd try and step out of my comfort zone more, I'd scare myself more, I'd want to explore more, I'd want to meet new people more, and you can actually just saying that stuff, like I, I think I said more at the end of everything, because all those things I, I do currently, but I just like to do more of that, and that's what I would use that eighth day for. Now you're obviously saying, you're probably saying, yeah, but can we don't have an eighth day? So how do we fit? You know how? Uh, so why are you even asking this question? I think what I'm trying to say with this question, and the point of this question is that what answering a question like this does is identify what you want to do, like what you truly want to do more of, or what you want. So even if it is sleep, right? Now, like I said, if, I hope sleep is, I hope when you say sleep or resting or chilling or doing nothing, I hope that's not coming from a lazy mindset. I hope that's coming from a mindset of 
no, I actually don't get much sleep in the day, in, in the week, sorry. So what I need to do is use this eighth day to get all my sleep in. But like I said, there are other ways of breaking up your sleep and you should definitely look into this. Like, that's my way of sleeping, so I try and break up my sleep in. Of course, I wouldn't recommend breaking up your sleep in, but if you can't, and I know a lot of people can't get these seven to nine hours of sleep a, a day, uh, or a night, sorry, then there are other ways of breaking it up. And like I said, that uh, Ben Greenfield's book, Beyond Training is is a def it's definitely a good read for that, and I you know I think it's about um, the reason why I talk about this is because uh, you know you'll then say oh but can we don't have eight you know eight days or we don't have that time we don't have those extra twenty four hours, uh, and what I what I really like to do is share this story about stretching time, um, because you do have like believe it or not you do have those. 20, extra 24 hours, not obviously not logically, not practically, but you can make time for those 24 hours. Now, I think a good way of explaining this is um, a story about an old woman who has a letter to post. Now, this old woman, all she has to do all day, like she has one job to do, and her one job for the day is just to post a letter. So she used that entire day to break up her day. She, she used that day to post a letter. So she spends, you know, she spends her time um, slowly writing the letter. She makes sure it. She makes sure it's absolutely perfect. You know, this letter has to be the best letter ever. So she spends her time writing it. She uses her ink pen. She dips the ink re real slow, and she writes the letter. And it's a beautiful written letter. Then she has to. Um, you know, uh, go to the post office or wherever to get envelope and all that kind of stuff. So she, instead of taking the bus or a cab or anything like that, she walks to the post office because, like you know, like I said, she this is the only one job she has to do. So she walks to the post office. Now this walk takes a couple of hours. She didn't need to. She could she could have gone to the tube for. 10 to 15 minutes right but she decides to walk so she spends her time walking when she gets to the post office she or the shop she needs to you know find an envelope and she needs to find a stamp so she spends her time making sure she finds the right envelope and she picks the best stamp you know this it's the most beautiful stamp and then she finally posts the letter right now she could have done that in a matter of probably let's be practical say half an hour you know you can write a letter depending on the letter but just let me just you know make the point you could write a letter you could post it you get, get a stamp get an envelope you could do that in about half an hour probably even less probably 10-15 minutes right but what she just decided to do was stretch time out so what you need to do is almost think about time as an elastic band and the longer you stretch it, the more time you're spending doing one thing, right? Now, imagine if she had other things to do. Imagine she had, if she had to do two things in that day. She would have only spend half the day posting the letter and half the day doing the other thing. Now, imagine if she had five things to do in that day. She would have only spent a quarter of that day, um, you know, or sorry, a fifth of that day posting that letter and the 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 other four-fifths of the day doing the other stuff. Imagine if she only had a tenth of the day, 
right? Imagine if she only had an hour of the day, right? She would have to spend an hour doing that and then the rest of the 23 hours doing all the other stuff, right? So it's about stretching time and it really is about kind of fitting in what you would do, so for instance, me, like I would read more, I'd learn more, I'd, I'd learn new skills, I'd meet new people, right? And so what it is, is about getting all that stuff that you would want to do in that eighth day and spreading it out through, throughout the week, right? So if I wanted to read more, what would I do? I'd, you know, I'd try and fit in an extra hour somewhere. Imagine like it's, like I said, it's, it's almost like a a timeline and you're slotting things in you're slotting these new eighth day tasks into your day into into your week sorry so for example you know, if you want to sleep more rest more try and fit that into your week and I think that's a good way of kind of looking at this um, because you know like I said people always complain about this stuff people uh, always say they don't have no time but try and look at it from a different perspective and I hope that really helps you. So yeah, definitely um, have a look at the you know the sleeping mechanics. Uh, definitely think about that question. Even if when, once you stop listening to this, once you know you finish listening to this podcast, definitely have a rethink and maybe even like get a piece of paper, write down the things that you would do on this eighth day, and then look at how you can fit those things into the rest of your week. Okay, guys, so I hope this helps, and um, I'll uh, speak to you soon, all right? Take care.